Hey, Sam. Hey, Teresa. What's up? Um, not much. I just finished watching the Tinder Swindler on Netflix, which is like just as bad as it sounds, but it is wild. I would highly recommend. You can even skip towards the like second half of it because the first half is just boring. But that has been my day today so far. What is that? I've never heard of it. Um, it's this like new documentary. It's kind of like the Fire Island documentary, just about like somebody who's like a mess and like causes chaos in people's lives, um, and like cheats people out of a ton of money. Yeah, it's kind of bad. Like he he's a bad person, but it is like a very entertaining documentary. Um, I'm definitely gonna watch this with my best one of my best friends, Serena. She would love this. <laughs> um, totally up her alley. Um, as you know, I visited you in New York yesterday. Um, long time no see. Um, my biggest update is that um, for Valentine's Day, instead of sending me chocolates, my mom sent me my favorite hot sauces um, from Belize. And wow, that's that awesome. Is love. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really excited for today's interview where we will be interviewing Jalen over a cup of Arizona green tea. Great. Let's get into it. Um, so we chose Arizona green tea today because yesterday we went to a bagel shop in New York, absolute bagels, shout out, uh, upper West side. Um, and it, we were just both super thirsty and grabbed Arizona cause it's always just a classic drink. Yes. We were both super thirsty and, um, I never, as you know, gravitate towards drinks that aren't coffee and water. Um, And it was a beautiful, gorgeous day in New York yesterday. Um, And this Arizona green tea really did slap. I think Arizona green tea is a classic. I hope the brand doesn't get canceled for whatever reason in future years. Um, But yeah, I love it. I love it. No, I think the only thing Arizona could get canceled for is if they raise prices. Because I remember they when they raised prices to like one twenty nine for the cans, people were like really mad for a couple of like weeks slash their entire lives. But um, <laughs> I think that's the only thing they could. But going into today's interview, we're super excited to be joined by um, a real like innovator in footwork and um someone from right around chicago as well we will be joined by Jalen, um and we're gonna kind of talk to Jalen about a bunch of stuff about like how she grew up and her influences but also we wanted to talk about her newest album or newest ep embryo it's an absolutely awesome project and really like deviates from some of the stuff that she did in the past so we want to dig into that and talk to her about um her work in general Teresa, um, should we call her up right now? Yeah, let's call her up right now. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm doing fine yourself. Good, good. Thank you so much for joining us. Actually, one of our first questions was about um, like Indiana and Chicago and how it influenced your music. Are you cool if we jump into it? Uh, sure. Yeah, I don't mind. Um, um, so I guess I'll just ask it in a more concrete way. Uh, so <laughs> we are both from Chicago and I mean, we grew up near Gary. I've been there a couple of times. Um, mm-hmm. And would you say that 
the music scene in Chicago influenced your music more or did uh, Gary have a large influence on the music that you went on to make? I think um, it's a combination of the two. Um, I think my, I love, still do like the style, you know, Chicago footwork style, but I think also too, having grown up in Gary and being away from Chicago, I think helped a lot too. So mm. it gave it a, I think in where my sound is now, it gave it this almost forced me to, forcing me to have to be in, innovative in my own way and in, in my own context. Um, like, cause originally when I first started, I was like, oh, I want to be a footwork artist. But then it was like, well, that's, you know, it's cool. But then as I, the more I made music, it was like, you could hear the foundations of footwork, but it, then it, it became its own thing. And I think a lot of that helped not living in Chicago. So I think it, I, it just, you know, I think it's just, I think it's a, a balance of the two. And actually I like it. Like now that I think about it and I say it out loud, I actually like that it's that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that definitely makes sense. Um... And we also wanted to ask about um, something that you tweeted recently. You said that you don't create albums, but that you make portable audible audibles of your everyday life. Yeah. Um, can you just like talk about that um, tweet yeah. and like what that differentiation? Yeah, what be? I think just what that means is you just get you hear me. You hear you hear how the the if I had to it, it is the the audible conversion of what goes on inside my mind. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it'd be basically, yeah, just that. It would just, it's the literally the audible conversions of Jalen. I mean, you know, of myself. Yeah, and related to that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think your work is like very varied. Like, I, I think you rarely stay in one place for very long. It seems no, like- No, I can't, because it, it starts to <laughs> aggravate me. Really? Yeah. Really has to aggravate me. <laughs> Because it aggravates me really quickly. I'm like, okay, well, I did this already. Or it's like, let's do, you know, or not even less complicated. I actually feel like the more I try, I think when I try to complicate it, I get frustrated. But when I let the complexity happen naturally, I have a lot more fun. And I'm discovering that the more that I create, especially working on, um, you know, uh, this album now I'm, I'm i'm happy to acknowledge that and where i was looking for i think the complexities of black origami um and i was looking for the complexities i was actually sought after them with autobiography whereas this i'm like I, I enjoy it more actually when i'm when i'm not and they happen naturally versus me trying to force something and let instead of letting it come into itself that's super interesting. So you do feel like in the past you have tried to force things more? Um, yeah, I feel, not even tried to force it. I, I yeah. guess it wasn't trying to force it, but I feel like the more that I do this now, the more that I realize that if I allow myself to be who I am creatively, naturally, versus it's kind of hard to describe because it's like on one hand um yeah like when i, I everything that happened in black origami and autobiography what well, it, it 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 flowed it definitely flowed but i think a lot of it was by um 
having to create having to create the next, I guess, like sequence so that it could be complex and it did make sense versus it just sounding like it went from one step to the next. Mm. And it was, you know, um, it can get frustrating when you're like, you want to do something complex, but then it's like, uh, for at least for me, I want to do something complex, but then it's like, why not just let it be, you know, let the complexity come when it comes versus it's like, it has to come in right now. And I think I was trying to control when it came in versus letting it come when it was ready. So I think that like where, and I'm discovering that the more that I work on my album now. So, and I, I enjoy it more when I let it come naturally. So it's not that it it was forced like, but forced to to the point of it was it didn't have a flow, but it was forced. I I, I created I created the force part. I guess I'm talking about is it flowed, but it was more so me guiding it to flow versus like now is naturally complex, and I'm not guiding it. I don't have to guide it because it's already there <laughs> that makes sense it's a, it's a whole thing yeah with me it's like one big math problem all the time so and it's funny because I'm in school right now so and I was right before this call I was I'm I'm in school online right now so it, it yeah oh that's we're also both students so oh nice okay have... yeah so I'm sitting here I'm on my last quiz question right now so <laughs> <laughs> yeah what class is it for it's college algebra. It's just a college okay. algebra course. Yeah, so I, you're I, in the math mode. I, I know. I am, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because that's my um that's that's my major. So yeah, I decided to um, major in it now versus um, having minored in it at one point in time. I should have, if I was smart back then, um, I would have just majored in it and probably been done. But it probably wouldn't have worked out like that because I was silly back then. <laughs> Well, I haven't taken a math class since I got to college. So. Oh, nice. Do you have <laughs> to though, or no? Um, no, I like bypass this requirement. But it's funny because like I used to be good at math in high school, and Sam wasn't, and now Sam is like met doing like econ, and I haven't yeah. touched math. In, like, oh, uh, once you years. got it though, if you if you liked it in high school, you still got it. It's just a matter of refreshing. <laughs> yeah. Do I still got, got it? it got sometimes it. I'm I'm doing the tip at a restaurant. I'm like I don't even. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Once you got it, you got it though. It's just a matter of, it's just refreshing because even like this for myself, it's nice. It's like, it's nice to have something to do outside of music. And it's like, even though yeah. they they coincide one and the same, but yeah, it's, it's nice. It gives me another perspective of, especially when I'm creating, it does. It's really no, nice. definitely. Yeah. Um, and then we also wanted to ask, um, just about Embryo and how mm -hmm. um, it was also like released as an EP. Like, why do you think that you made that um, decision for that project? Um, I just wanted something like I, 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 it just, I, that was just probably more me and the label. We were just like, yeah, you know, it should be a project and let's just do Embryo. And then like, what you know, it's like, and then it was that track and then three other ones and it was I they were all tracks that I had worked on during um during you know when COVID when we were ever, basically during lockdown and it was really just me trying to keep my sanity like everybody else at that time <laughs> being at home and not being able really to get out and so I was creating while it was happening and um 
it was a beautiful balance. It was scary. It was, it was beautiful. It was, it was, uh, you know, financial troubles, but still creative. The fact that I could still create some days I can create some days I couldn't, I had more, you know, it was some worry days, some creative days, you know, so it was, it was nice. It was, it was, it was scary and fun all at the same time. Yeah. So that's what made sure. it, um, you know, for me, it was kind of special because it was just like a really uncertain time and then I was still able to create. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think like the um, the EP format like really fits Embryo. Like it feels like very tight and together. Um, and I guess something that I was wondering is like often with your music, especially with autobiography, and I've like heard this about Embryo, people like constantly describe you as like pushing footwork in a certain direction. Do you like resonate with that criticism or no. with that statement? No, 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 <laughs> no <laughs> I don't. Um, I feel like, um, no, because Chicago, the Chicago sound of footwork is, was, is, was established before me and it'll be established after me. So I just feel like I was, everybody plays a role, but I don't feel like I'm making it go forward or, any, you know, nothing like that is, it, it is what it is. And so it's something that I have always loved the sound of, I love the sound of what it is. And it's, it, it doesn't, um, you know, it, it, it doesn't, it's not, you know, more than that for me. I, I love it for what it is. So I'm not trying to make it do anything. I think people, I think in their minds, they like or like your audience members or people who read you know they they listen to something or hear something for the first time or they've heard it many times and i think they want it sometimes to be something that it's more than what it is and it's like no it's already chicago footwork is exactly that and there's nothing i can do add take away to you know all i can do is be Jalen. that's it <laughs> <laughs> And for Embryo, you mentioned that it was created mostly during like lockdown or at least the COVID period. Did that change um, your production at all or did that change how you worked or had to release the music? Oh, yeah. I mean, it changed. Um, I think it changed in the sense of um, it helped me evolve. I'll say that. It helped me evolve. Yeah. It definitely helped me evolve. Like anything you go through, whether it's music related, life related. And it's, it's funny that for me, my music is more, most people they you know, when you think music or you think production or composition, everybody's like, it's the music. And I'm like, no, actually it's not. It's not the music. It's what you go through in your everyday life that writes the music. It's not the music. It's what you're going through in your personal space that writes your music, not, not the music. That, that doesn't come first, actually it comes second. And sort of going off of that, like the attitude that, you know, so many things in like your life in general is affecting like art and like what you produce. Um, something that we both love about your work is like the aesthetics of like um, every part of your work from like the album cover to like the single releases. Um, and yeah, just like sort of like what um, is your priority when you're like putting together a project and how do you see all these elements also as like a cohesive whole? Um because I think being before anything, before anything is put out, when anything is made, the, the, the forefront has to be you being authentically you. That is always the forefront. 
of everything. So for me, that's always my, the authentically me, no matter how it's interpreted, no matter how it comes out, like whether it's crazy, it's chaotic, you know, like, so took from bouncing from something that's like the abyss of doubt to like blue eye, like it, those are two very different pieces. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, as long as authentically you, I think, you know, when in art, in, in being an artist, versatility is everything. Duality is everything. And, the, and being able to balance your versatility and, and duality is really everything. So that's, to me, that's always like my forefront. And and, mo and 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 in all of that, being authentically me, no matter how it comes out, yeah. Yeah, and how do you find that versatility? Are there um, things that influence you specifically, or is it more just like an internal pursuit for you? I think it's an internal pursuit. I'm always chasing it. I'm always chasing it because my goal is to always. My goal in this life, I think, is to master myself. Mm. yeah and so, do you feel like you're always making like progress towards that goal with each album um well my signature people ask me what is my signature and my sound they're like what's your signature jay we know you love percussion but what is the signature i said my growth is always my signature my growth my personal growth not what i, I guess i'm not focused more so on what the audience thinks as much as i am focused on me the growth part um, it, this kind of reminds me of a moment when, in, when I had an NPR question and it was like, my, I said, my mother is my best music critic. And the um, interviewer asked me, well, but how about, it, it, what about, you know, elect, elect, like, like the, you know, he, I think he kind of was asking me like, well, what does she, you know, does she have electronic music experience? I said, no, 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 you're missing it. She knows me. That is the most important part. <laughs> Damn the music, she knows me. So that means if you know me, once you hear my music, that's the, that, is, that is an expression of me. All of it comes from me. So for her to know me, she would know my music very well. So, and I think that's any artist. Music is, you, any art that you have is an expression of yourself. So I feel like all of those little tentacles lead back to me and I feel like that you know that's that's most important yeah. and like where do you think this attitude of like putting your personal growth as a priority comes from and has it like always been that way um where you're putting that as a priority as opposed to like trying to please like people especially as like more people like listen to your music mm, I mean don't get me wrong I am very grateful that people enjoy my work I'm extremely grateful all the time and I will always be grateful. But if I feel like when you make that pride, you, you, the moment you make your audience, pleasing your audience is your priority, you have just limited your creativity because now you are saying, I'm not, if, if, if it's not validated, it's not good enough. And that has just destroyed, then you might as well just, then you're building a house on sand because it will sink. That was a dope statement. Bars. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to write that down. <laughs> yeah, it'll sink. That's a guarantee. <laughs> um, and just to dig into the music on Embryo a little bit, um, mm -hmm. like when I like first listened to it, it just felt 
like you brought up percussion earlier and how some people say that's your signature but um it i think you kind of take that to a whole new level in embryo it just feels like so dense and so like almost claustrophobic at points was that something that you were going for in the production i think that's just my personality in general i overwhelm my girlfriend every day true I overwhelm my girlfriend every day she's not a morning person and once my eyes open it, I am at my sharpest in the morning that I am at my top-notch Jalen first thing in the morning when she wakes up she is groggy foggy and probably doesn't want to speak until about eight or nine o'clock so I think when so when they're taking that back to my sound um I think that's just my personality anyway and and because I do love percussion the way that I do it comes out and so it sounds like almost claustrophobic. Oh, I, I get, that was a good, that, that was a very good um, analogy. Yeah, because I can get exactly what you're saying. But you, I think in those moments, you have to know when to push forward, um, when to contract and when to expand though, definitely, yeah. Yeah, and another thing that I noticed is you have a lot more like, um, like synth tones going on, it seemed like. Yeah, uh, this was actually probably the synthiest I have ever been in the history of Jalen. Um, yeah, because I usually try to stay away from sense, but this one, yeah, this one was very, it was, it was actually funny because I had to laugh at myself about that. You're the first person who noticed that actually, because I used to really down the sense thing. I was like, oh God, I hate sense. But then I remember meeting Aerosmith <laughs> and he had, uh, what, what was that? He made, um, oh my goodness. Um, in Native Instruments, he had a, made a, an entire synth library. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head right now. Um, the Reactor, I'm sorry. And so he had made, created Reactor and um, he's like, I'd be more than happy to show you how to use it so that you can make this fun. And it was funny because I didn't think, I just had tweeted it out and then he just responded back to me immediately. We became friends after that. And so, um, yeah, like, I just, I, I was, I started to become less afraid of it. I think it was just more so um, me having to, my mom is calling. It was just more so me having to, um, <laughs> you know, do um, me getting used to it. It was a personal thing. That's all. It was just a hump I had to get over. So this one is actually this is the sentiest I've ever been in the history of me. You're right. Yeah. And I think like, that's something that I felt like made it feel a little bit more of that claustrophobic to me because yeah. uh, I feel like I when you, when don't. You... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but no it, it sounded incredible um Thank you. and do you have like a favorite track off of the new EP is yeah, there anything that really wasn't really <laughs> what makes that your favorite I just when I first started it I was like oh god I just loved it the way it felt it felt just like me it felt, it was super comfortable. I just, I loved it. I was sad when I had to end the track. I was like, damn, maybe I should make a part two. I was like, I don't know, it might be overwhelming. <laughs> you could just stretch it to like 10 minutes. Just right, I was like, yeah, this might be overwhelming. Side A, side B. <laughs> <laughs> just make it a whole 30 minutes, why not? Just why not, right? make it right. opera length. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, one last question about um, the new project. Do you find that, um, I know we talked about how many different forms your albums can take. Do you feel like EPs give you more freedom or do you feel more pressed to put it in a limited amount of time? Um, no, I've, I don't, I've never felt like that about an album or an EP. 
I think I just, when it's there, it's there. You know, like right now I'm writing, so I'm actually making my business to write for an album, you know. But, you know, it's, no, when it's there, it's there. You know, so it's not like, what I love about Planet Moo is they never press me. They don't press me. They never have. And, and, and um, like now going on four projects, they have never pressed me. No. Yeah. And just like, what has it been like working on the new project? Um, interesting. Uh, very, a lot of roadblocks. A lot of roadblocks. A lot of, I'm, I'm, I'm writing something now that I feel like I'm getting somewhere. So it, let's, let's hope that continues. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, a lot of um, mental blocks though. But that's, yeah. that's normal. That's very normal. You need them. So is it's the new project, huh? <laughs> is the new project more centered around kind of, um, I have no idea. I have oh. no idea. I'll construct it as I go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just writing right now. Yeah. <laughs> I have no I answers. <laughs> I love that attitude. You're like, I don't, you don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I'm as surprised <laughs> as you are. No, for real. <laughs> like, damn, it came out like that. Wow. No, I, I, times I'm as surprised as my audience. But I love that though. Because I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't seek control of a project. I really don't. I never have, and I don't think I'll ever start. Because and what is, what is your writing process like? You said that you're writing it. Does that mean that you're like actively like programming or? Yeah, like I'm actively programming. Like I use FL Studio, so I, and I just got the NPC one, so I'm I'm in that is very incorporated in right now. Yeah. And so the, your writing process is like you're just kind of like sketching out. Yeah, uh, I'm sketching yeah. right now, but it, it's 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 those they're solid sketches. They're a lot more solid than they have been. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and is there anything that you want listeners to take away from Embryo or just from your music in general? Um, no, I just you know whatever your no, whatever your interpretation of it is, I think that's beautiful. I think, you know, I don't dictate my work. So whatever your interpretation is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like, is there anything um, that you want like people to be looking out for or anything you're particularly excited about? Um, not yet. I mean, yes, yes, I do. But mm -hmm. when I'm more solid about it, I'll share. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And are you going to be doing any performances? Is there anywhere people can see you? Um, I don't actually have a performance coming up. Not yet. Not anything I can announce, I should say. <laughs> but I do. I am. Yes, I am performing this year. I just can't. I, I, all I've been getting thus far is don't announce it yet. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's all I've been getting. But yes, I am performing. This year. <laughs> but it's been all don't announce it yet. All right, fine. I, I'll do. Okay. <laughs> All right, we will try not to get you in trouble with anyone. That is not <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate it. But I think those are all the questions that we had. Thank you so much for sitting down with us. We really appreciate it. And we really love your music. And oh, we'll be on the lookout for anything. Thank you. I'm very humble. I'm very humble. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Two Virgins. We hope you enjoyed getting to know Jalen and check out her EP, Embryo. You can find this episode on our website, quarantinecontent.com, or on our weekly newsletter, The Q. See you next week.